Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hi, this is Kim Marcellus, Senior Editor of McKnight's Long-Term Care News. Today, I'm welcoming Amy Middleton into the McKnight's booth here at the ACA convention. Amy is Vice President of Operations for Good Samaritan Society, the nation's largest nonprofit nursing home provider. Hi, Amy. Hi, Kim. So nice to be with you here today. Yeah, appreciate you making the time. Busy week for you. I know you're speaking here with Nick's Bill Kaufman and two other providers about the state of the nursing home industry and its future. You're going to hit some pretty major topics, including labor, inflation, occupancy, reimbursement, and managed care. Why not? Let's get them all in there. (laughs) That's impressive for an hour-long session. But if you want to start by maybe narrowing in on one of those topics and tell me from your perspective, what makes it the most pressing concern or leads to the most questions about the sector's future? Let's start there. Yeah, thanks, Kim. You know, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about workforce. You know, I think we've come a long ways in the last 18 to 24 months with workforce as an industry. In 2019, we merged with the largest rural acute provider of care, Sanford Health, and that has really helped us really think of innovative ways to work through some of our workforce struggles, to partner with them in different ways. We've invested in wages, we've looked at bonuses, incentives, and also really tried to concentrate on some flexible workforce options and really work through some of that. And I think One of the other opportunities that we really look through is that education of our leaders. Okay. Knowing that in each one of our skilled nursing or assisted living locations, a lot depends on that leader. And so investing in them and really helping them, walking alongside them as they think through what workforce means in their community and some different things that we can do. We've partnered with a company called Mon Lemke and they are focused on that first 90 days of employment and really retaining those employees. And so it's been a great opportunity for our leaders to go through that process and just work through everything that is workforce. And is that all employment groups, so frontline up to leadership? Yeah, so the group, what they do is they form a super team, if you will, of about eight to 10 individuals at the facility, some leadership, some frontline, and have a really intentional effort on workforce. And both in our rural and our urban facilities, we've seen great success with it. And it's not like the ideas are rocket science, but it's just having that intentional effort on it, really walking alongside of our leaders and and helping them understand some of those things, getting excited about the simple things, getting their frontline staff excited, And I think that's the unique part of it, having that frontline caregiver a part of the super team. Okay. But it's had a great impact. We've been able to reduce agency, increase our retention by almost 30%. Great. And really work through just some really neat, innovative things to try. And this is a little off topic, but in terms of those first 90 days, were there certain obstacles that you identified that you've really been able to make some tangible changes around? Yeah. I would say it really starts with hiring the right person. And really investing up front. And so they go through a mission statement, if you will, of what their team members, what kind of team members they're looking for, who they want. And I think probably the next biggest impact is how we've switched mentors. And so the mentor is responsible for that team member, and we don't allow them to move to different mentors. One mentor the whole time, that person's really invested in their training, and then they're the ones that receive the bonus at the end of the retention for the people that are still there. And it's kind of flip that eat your young, if you will, and help them really invest in those new team members and really understand that they need. We're really cultivating that workforce for the future. Okay. 
I love that. So thank you for sharing a little bit about some of the recovery you have seen. Obviously, I know from working with Good Sam, you guys continue to struggle with some hiring in rural locations. Can you talk a little bit about anything that you might do differently in those rural locations? And also just talk a little bit about how the successes that you've had both in rural locations and others might lay out good strategies for the future. Yeah, so I would say the rural areas are harder. We serve about 70% of our locations are rural. So towns of 600 to 1500, you have a smaller labor pool. So really being that employer of choice, really knowing and letting our team members know that we care and love and support them. So some of those flex options have done just that, finding out what is important to team members, who is driving by our location to go work somewhere else, and how do we pull them in and engage in different ways? You know, I think it is a lot more challenging in the rural areas, but there are some really fun things that we can do. It also, I would say our rural locations have some of the longest longevity. Okay. where team members have been there for a really long time and they're very invested in their community as well. So if you do lose someone, there's a lot of institutional knowledge. So going back to that, hiring the right person, I would yeah. imagine it becomes even more yeah. critical. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about being able to afford these great people you're trying to hire and the reimbursement angle. So we were talking a little earlier about South Dakota and some of the traditional Medicaid challenges you've experienced there as an organization. Tell me what it's looking like right now. Yeah, so we've been able to, we're a large provider in South Dakota, and that's afforded us the opportunity to have a direct connection with legislators there. We've really enacted our frontline team members and our leaders to tell their story. If we're not lifting our voice, I'm not sure who's going to do it for us. And so we've really enacted that. And it has afforded us an opportunity to be able to tell that story. And we just had a session not that long ago it was one of my most proudful moments that they could almost state back the state of the industry to us. And I think it's because we're showing up for those conversations, we're having it. We were asked to be a part of a special session. I think they really have learned what the crisis is and how hard and challenging it really is. And they want to walk alongside us. They've made, over the last year, historic investments in long-term care. And I think that's really neat that we are part of the conversation and that they're seeing that and investing in us, knowing that the seniors in the state of South Dakota need us. And from what I've seen, it seems like they're really embracing creativity, innovation. I know one of the things that was a headline recently was childcare and integrating childcare into elder care. So you get this intergenerational. Do you think that the state is going to continue to be forward looking? Yeah, I think that's what the whole session is all about. The whole summer study was really about is how can we be innovative? How can we look at home-based services in a different way? How can we look at being creative, like you said, with daycare and investing in that in different ways? Maybe it's not the long-term care providers doing the daycare, mm -hmm. but how do we seek out providers in that industry as well to serve the population that could be the workforce and really cultivate that environment? Terrific. Well, thanks for sharing some good examples today. Like I said, I know you have a busy week, so we really appreciate you making a little time for this. For today, that's all we have. This is Kim Marcellus with Big Nights. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Big Nights Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit bignights.com.